a children's story that can only be enjoyed by children is not a good children's story in the slightest. I agree with that. Anyway, hi everyone. Welcome to the Oh My Geekers podcast, where we geek out about the things we like. We took a break for the holidays and we're kicking off season two with a series on C.S. Lewis. So welcome to the Oh My Geekers. I am Jeanette and I'm your host. I am here with Zeke. And we're going to be talking about uh, the life of C.S. Lewis. We're going to be doing a series. We're not sure how long this series is going to be, but we're going to... Probably three. Okay, well, we'll go with three. We'll see what we do. Well, let's go ahead and start off with uh, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, yeah. Clive Staples Lewis. Okay, C.S. Lewis is Clive's... Say that Clive. Clive Staples. Staples Lewis. Okay, all right. So that's why he's just known as C.S. C.S. Lewis was a English theologian and fiction writer. He's most popular for writing The Chronicles of Narnia, a child fantasy series which we will be discussing later on. He is also well known for writing Mere Christianity, The Screwtape Letters, Surprised by Joy, and The Silent Planet Trilogy. Uh, He was born in uh, November 1898, Belfast, Northern Ireland. So he wasn't, this whole time I thought he was uh, British. Well, kind of. He was Northern Irish, and he had a very deep British accent. So a lot of Irish people had British accents? I think maybe the well-educated people and very rich people. He was a rich and educated person. So let's dive into how that happened. Well, his father was a lawyer of sorts. They called him a solicitor. So do they go door to door? No, that's just how they, (laughs) that's just how they do it. It, it, It's kind of weird in the English system. There's like bailiffs and all that. There's like two types of lawyers for two different things and I don't even know what that is. I'm, maybe you can even make a whole Oh My Geekers all about that. Okay, <laughs> we'll have to do that. Okay, so he came from a prominent family. A uh, prominent family. Back then, if you were a lawyer, you were probably very well off. If, very If you well were off. Irish? Well, Irish were frowned upon in Britain. But uh, basically everyone's frowned upon in Britain. Everyone frowns upon everyone. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So to get snubbed is probably like... Common. Common. And you're probably used to it. Wow. Um, So let's talk about his family. His dad was a prominent person and they were well off. Um, Mm -hmm. His family was... um, I, I know he had a brother... Yes, his brother Warren Lewis. Was he older, younger? He was older than C.S. Lewis. Like like five or just like, were they close in age? I don't know. I think they were closer in age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his father's name was Albert Lewis. And his mother's name was Florence Lewis. 
So him and Warren were very imaginative children. They had uh, created their own world at a very young age, and it was called Boxen. Boxen? Oh, so they had... So was this something they did? Like they go, they went outside and played. They went outside and played, and such. They had this box full of nature that C.S. Lewis was enthralled by. Um, that, a box of nature. That sounds a, interesting. Yeah, so, a box of nature. What would it describe? What a box of nature is? It's a box with nature in it. <laughs> Call it a boxing <laughs> of nature. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So it's <laughs> a box with nature. So it had like leaves. It and... had leaves and stuff. And. Because, uh, you know, leaves are nature, right? <laughs> yeah. And C.S. Lewis uh, and his brother Warren made stories about this place called Boxen, and it had like a frog man and just just very civilized looking people with animal heads wow so they, they were really into animals as well yeah and they were beatrix potter fans oh i love beatrix potter that's really neat so they were highly influenced by um by her but who anybody else or just mainly her? It was mainly her at that stage of life. They probably had... They read a lot because their father had a his own personal library. Children back then read, read things that even adults today can't read. Uh, they had... You were expected to read Shakespeare poetry, mainly poetry... You would also read Aesop, Aesop's Fables, which uh, we we have, we today read Aesop's Fables, uh, mostly about wolves and sheep. Uh, you would read the Bible, of course, obviously. Um, C.S. Lewis's father had this library, and... Uh, they would just uh, take any book off the shelf and read it. Wow. And there's no, no, nothing prohibiting them from reading. Sounds like your typical homeschool family where you're out building forts and building nature boxes and, and um, just pulling books off the shelves and pretty much wild and free, I guess, if that's what you want to say. <laughs> and so, but I, I thought that they're um that they were very studious proper people yeah they were very studious proper people but studious proper people can have fun can't they well from what i've read i'm not really <laughs> sure but i mean uh, i guess you would just have to look into the world of each person because everybody's different but back then it was like you know what's the word taboo to to um to to be wild and free and to to be 
you know, creative. And so that kind of takes us into, you know, what happened with this very, I, I, I know that uh, C.S. Lewis's mom was a very caring and endearing mother mm-hmm. who was very involved in the boys' lives. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she gets sick and C.S. Lewis uh, prays because, I mean, I think they came from a religious background. Am I correct? Or a religious background. Yes like catholic i don't know anglican basically catholic without transubstantialism okay well so maybe a break off from catholicism or yeah it's because some keen in england didn't want to follow the rules and not divorce and so he broke away from the church so he could divorce his wife Oh, okay. It's very weird. <laughs> okay, so they were Anglican, and so it was pretty much a lot like Catholicism. So, but they were brought up knowing the Lord. You would? Do you believe so? Brought up knowing about him. About him, maybe the mother truly knew him. Maybe if she was a nurturing mother, because I think being an, a nurturing parent is probably a really good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um, too, like if it's just like too many rules and you do this and you do that, but there's no nurturing, it could definitely drive a person away. And so here he's probably praying for his mom to get well and she doesn't. And and what happens? Well, she, she, she just dies and... Uh, he he sort of blames God for not answering his pl- prayers at that young age. Mm. And he doesn't like it. And then his father goes into a deep depression and does, isn't really involved in his boy's life after that, lives after that. Was he ever involved in, in the first place? I, I think he was involved at some point. But after his wife's death, he just sort of uh went into his work and didn't really like to be happy and he became more proper than he already was mm-hmm. maybe uh, more stern and maybe even taking out his grieving process was to take it out on his children he yeah. didn't know how maybe he never really knew how yeah. to um nurture them in the very first place and left it all up to the mom and maybe he was happy because he was happily married but then because he didn't have a relationship with the kids it was like okay now my life is over I don't know I mean I can't speculate that's probably not good for me to speculate because you know I don't there's I would have to guess I'd have to read the biography his but is it called a biography yeah it's called surprised by joy nothing to do with his wife joy just Uh joy okay i really want to read surprised by joy because i think that's pretty much the conversion story right yes pretty much so what happens kind of what happens after that after his mother's death the dad doesn't really uh follow up with his kids lives he gets stern he even uh threatened to 
move to America if they didn't behave. And C.S. Lewis was afraid and would go up every night and kind of look over to his brother's bed to make sure that uh, Warren and uh, his dad didn't up and leave off to America. Wow. So he probably was just trying to get these two crazy boys to settle down. He probably Mm -hmm. wasn't used to uh, rambunctious little wild little boys. And he thought, well, I need somebody to take care of them. I'm a working man. I've got things to do. I've got people to, you know, defend. I, I can't have these little rugrats running around uh, bothering me. So he ends up putting them into boarding school. a boarding school. And back then they called them public schools, public schools, even though they were private schools. Yes. Which is very confusing. Yes. Very confusing. And so um, he ships them off to England, England. Mm hmm. And it was not the best boarding school. No, let's just say that it was run by... Um, a creepy old man. A crazy old man, too. They, What did they call him? I don't know. It was, so, it was something, like, very... That you wouldn't think highly of him. But... Yeah, he was so mean that he would... Um, he he would pretty much he was he was very abusive he was a tyrant yeah he was abusive and he was a tyrant and instead of you know um the way he ran his school was just um it 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 made the um kids scared and um the school even got in trouble for it after C.S. Lewis left yeah and 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 it caused the children not to trust adults it caused the children to fear adults and a lot of what c.s lewis writes like in some of his books that that comes out um his um you know he does respect authority and he has even written on you know why it's important to you know respect authority but at the same time he he has this thing about uh, tyrants. tyrants. He doesn't like uh, when people abuse. It was so bad that uh, they found out that if they just, during their math, if they just did the same equation again, like if they did one equation yesterday and they did that same equation, uh, they would get passed for it because guy was crazy and he didn't really know what was going on he just knew oh this is done right okay you pass so he wasn't actually uh teaching them he was just um spewing out facts and whatnot and c.s lewis and his later works dislike this school so much that he would even put it into uh into books like the chronicles of narnia prince caspian there was this scene where there's this schoolhouse and c.s lewis in that scene just pulls out all his anger and has aslan destroy it and turn it into a wood 
it was bad. It was bad. He didn't like that school at all. His father, after some time, he, after rejecting C.S. Lewis's uh, desire to get pulled out of school, later his father obliges him and pulls him out and then puts them in a new school. Both of them? Both of them. Oh, okay. What was this new school called? Was it a public school? Well, public being a quote-unquote term. Uh, it was a... They called it a college. That's weird. But they were still young? They were still very young. I forgot which college it was, but it was a very, very big and important college. Like, you could look it up and it's still very big and important today. Whoa. Yeah. But he didn't... He had a love-hate relationship with it. Oh, I hate that. He he loved what they taught there, Mm -hmm. but he didn't like how it was run. Mm-hmm. How the older kids, uh, the older kids were given more privileges, and the younger kids were not given any. So privileges. it was more like a frat boy dorm type thing, or what? <laughs> sort of, sort of. I I don't know what that means, but uh, if you were into sports, you had a better chance of being. Uh, big and important that sounds a lot like what i'm talking about <laughs> but he was he was more book smart mm-hmm. he loved books and reading and poetry but he was bad at math and bad at sports wow i think you could identify with that one a lot of people can identify with that <laughs> i'm bad at math but i like sports um not a lot of sports, but I do like sports. And so... Um... So they teach him stuff. And then over the summer, I believe, he gets tutored by this guy named Kirkpatrick. And Kirkpatrick, as you may hear from the name Kirk, is a partial inspiration for Diggory Kirk, the... Guy in Narnia, he has the big white bushy hair and he's got like that beard and he's like, logically. And he was based off of that, except that he was an atheist in this. Wow. <laughs> he, he, and that kind of strengthened Introduced... his atheism. Wait, so are you sure he was an atheist after his mother's death or was he just mad at God? He was mad at god and then this atheist comes along and like kind of pampers it or he sort of argues him into atheism that's because figure yeah because this guy was brilliant of course brilliantly stupid (laughs) and yeah because the bible says a fool says in their heart that there is no god the fool has said in his heart there is no god and so this guy was, he was over. A fool. He was overly logical, he, oh. like he, like C.S. Lewis, was like, "Wow, this place is more wilder than I thought." And then the guy was like, "What do you mean by wilder? Like, what does wilder mean?" Trying to like break down like s- casual speech and show how illogical it was. And so he was no different than the tyrant. Well, he was different than the tyrant, 
of course, C.S. Lewis had a more positive look on him because, of course, if he was negative, he wouldn't get made into Diggory Kirk. Uh, except that Diggory Kirk is more of a believer and uh, Kirkpatrick was a rejector, sort of. It was... He just needed a, a character to base uh, Diggory off of. But Diggory is the uncle, right? No. Oh, wait. Who's the, the uncle? Un- is Diggory's uncle. Uncle Andrew. Oh, Diggory is the kid. Uncle I would say Andrew. that Uncle Andrew would be more like the crazy guy. Because Uncle Andrew is a crazy guy. Well, I think he's uncle to me. Uncle Andrew is a cross between... Okay, we're talking about the magician's nephew The right magician's now. nephew. Um, I guess, spoiler alert, if anybody's never read The Magician's Nephew, but it's a... The, the uncle in Magician's Nephew, if you ever get a chance to read it, is uh, crazy. I think he's crazy, and he's also very deceptive... And you could, there's so many things you can think he, he's the, the, the devil in the Garden of Eden. You can think he's, I don't know. There's many things you could, you could think, I guess. It's up to the reader, right? Mm-hmm. It's all up to the reader. Yeah. You could base it off of what you feel in your life, I guess, even. <laughs> you may have a crazy uncle out there that you're like, oh my gosh, he acts just like uh uncle andrew (laughs) so that's one of my favorites favorite um cs uh favorite uh the narnia series is uh the magician's nephew i don't know why i really picture it so well they they may never make another uh disney movie of um they're making a netflix series well ugh. I don't know. I don't know about Netflix. And they they butchered Anna Green Gables. Oh, sorry for those of you out there that who like Anne with an E. Yeah, but I, I the original. No one can beat that. It's just so good. It's such a classic. And plus the books. I mean, but anyway, I just hate it when they when when people make not just one move you know one movie but they're like let's make another one of the same movies and then like there's like five different versions out there and it just one is enough unless the first one was really bad then i would say <laughs> okay make a good one so anyway i mean everybody has their preferences but that i know that's yeah. another rabbit trail but so, yeah so c.s lewis then learns greek and He's so good at Greek, he can think in Greek. Wow. I wish that was me. Yeah, and he, he's so good at languages. Like Tolkien, he was he's, he was kind of like Tolkien, except uh, Tolkien had the ideal bringing up, where C.S. Lewis had the not ideal bringing up. Upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> bringing up. <laughs> upbringing. Stuff. <laughs> They're bringing up their upbringing. It's all the same, and I'm tired. So we're, we'll talk about this uh, tomorrow well, or next podcast. And I, I, I'm still dreaming about the Narnia, the the Narnia series, the um, Chronicles of Narnia, 
because those are some of the funnest books you will ever read. And I know a lot of, um, you know, people still haven't read them. And the one thing about C.S. Lewis, and then we'll wrap this up, is that he is in sort of a hall of fame, right? A hall of fame. It's it's this big church where they have all these uh, poets. It's a gigantic church. What's it called, and where is it? I don't remember what it's called, but it's like right next to Parliament, Mm -hmm. and it's like a big white church building, and Mm -hmm. they have all the kings and queens there buried there Mm -hmm. and then they have famous people like shosher who was like way back there before english was english and they've got all these people lined up buried there not necessarily buried but at least have a plaque Mm -hmm. and kind of like oh wait i don't want to compare it to that never mind scratch that (laughs) i was gonna say kind of like okay i'll just say it when you're in walking down hollywood there's those stars kind kind of it's kind of (laughs) sort of like that except not in a dump place (laughs) that's why i didn't want to compare it to that but i the idea of that Let's just say Washington memorials. Like, why did I think of Hollywood before Washington? What's wrong with me? Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it's basically a, a memorial. Um, in a memorial, it has that sort of thing. Are they only English people? Uh, English writers. Oh. Okay. Basically, I think only English people, oh. Irish, around that area. And they're there, and he got to be in that. He got to be in that. But not right away, though, not right? Not right away. But later, he got to be given that honor. Yeah, and we cannot let his legacy die. That's the thing, is that we're living in a day and age where books, the legacy of books in and of itself is very scarce in the sense that people are not reading, reading as much as they used to, especially with the internet and how easily accessible it is to our fingertips. And so, I mean, yeah, we could read, you know, a screen, read something on a screen, but it's not the same when you have a book in your hands. It's it's just not the same. So um, I know C.S. Lewis has so much more to talk about um, that we could talk about with him on books and the importance of books and just even how many books he wrote. And we're going to talk about that on our next podcast and get into a little bit of how he, um, world war one. Yes. We forgot about world war one. World war one. How he became, we'll do how he he became became a a Christian. Yeah. There's so much to unpack with CS Lewis. There's so much to learn about him and he's he just has given and gifted the world with a lot of uh really neat um literature literature to read and it's it's a gift to be able to go back and into history and and learn about him so anyway um join us 
for next time on the Oh, oh My Geekers. Geekers.